0: welcome to wisdom plug podcast with your host yemi davids the wiser you are the better you live several years ago god uh you know it happens if you're called of god god begins to show you things revelations, understanding of things to be a blessing to people. And there was a, that was a season. God began to show me the blessing of overflow. He began to show me, um, how it's not just enough. He is more than enough. Can we say that this morning? My God is not just enough. My God is more than enough. Yes, that is El Shaddai. And that dimension helps us to uh, draw from God uh, things that will help us break the limitations in our environment. Many times in our environment, uh, things are limited, you know, based on economic conditions, climatic conditions, uh, financial, all kinds of conditions. And those conditions tend to condition us. And then we we are we are limited, especially mentally. You don't see so much because if like that woman, you know, like that woman was said was spoken to by Jesus. uh, That um, uh, I mean, the woman said to Jesus, "Even the dogs eat of the uh, what the crumbs from the table." So we get to a level where uh, you you are just believing God for crumbs, just a little. I'll be okay. My my household have gone through this for so long. I'll be okay. And God says, he doesn't like that. I'm not just to make you okay. I want to prove to the world that I'm not a Canadian. I'm not a Nigerian. I'm not limited by the things limiting you. And when you are in contact with me, I want to prove myself in your life. And that's what God wants to instill as a pillar in our lives this month of April. And you, you need to always believe God for that dimension that my God is not just enough. My God is more than enough. And then God began to show me revelations from Genesis. How when people had insufficiency, just like it happened for uh, uh, Abraham in Genesis 12. I mean, this guy had no child and he was already in the 70s. What we would expect God to say is that okay Abraham I'm going to bless you and you're going to have uh, a child. God never speaks like that. It's not just enough, it's more than enough. God began to tell Abraham, I will make of you what? A great nation. Look at from look at where he was and where God was already God was speaking from his own level. His own resources. I'm not there to just, uh, okay, just appease you. Just have, you know, just take this little thing. No, I will make of you not just a nation, a great nation. A man that had no child. And God is talking to him about a whole nation. That is the more than enough God that I want you to believe him for to show up in your life. Psalms 23 verse 5 has been a running verse. Uh, that, that, that captures it extremely well. I, I pray that, you know, t- this morning we're having a double barrel impact. There will be the communion and there will be the anointing with oil. Praise the Lord. So you will not miss your overflow in the name of Jesus Christ. You know, Psalms 23 verse 5, it says, no, let's start from verse 1. Let's just even look at that 23rd Psalm. Thank you so much. It said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want... He, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. Verse 3, he restores my soul. i like us to say that this morning. He restores my soul. He restores our souls. Glory to God. He leads me. Now, if you look at it very well, from the very first line, the Lord is my shepherd. He leads me, leads me. That means he wants to lead you and I into overflow. Business persons here, male and female, he wants to lead you. He wants to guide you into the overflow. He says, he leads me even in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Verse 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Glory to God. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies you anoint my head with oil my cup runs over and then surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and i will dwell in god's presence or uh, on his house forever Now, that's Psalms 23 verse 5. It says, you you prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And that's the first thing I want you to destroy as a mindset. Your enemies are not enough to stop the overflow. Many times the enemies try to overshadow the table. But you look at the table more than you look at the enemies. It's very important. Enemies have a way of distracting, making it look like they're they are, they are stronger than God. It says, he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And by the way, when we say enemies, it's not just okay uh, people that are maybe standing against you in your office or you know witchcraft and sorceries; Those things happen. Anything that stands against the will of God in your life, it's an enemy. Nobody can tell me here that barrenness is your friend. Nobody can tell me here that stagnation is your friend. You can't tell me that emptiness is your friend or depression is your friend. So when we say enemies, I'd like you to open the box. It's not just somebody somewhere fighting you. Yeah, there are people that do that. But beyond that, anything, anything that stands against the perfect will of God in your life is an enemy of progress. So he says, he prepares a temple before me in the presence of my enemies. He anoints my head with oil. In their presence, my cup will run over. God will cause your cup to run over this season in the name of Jesus Christ. Some years ago in Suruleri, I was preaching this series. And then we started having good problems. People that had no jobs. The problem was now, uh, I have three offers powerful offers. I remember one lady walked up to us after service. She was looking, you know, it wasn't sadness, but concern. And I said, what is the problem? Uh, I need counseling. She now brought about three, one from a beverage company, one from telecoms, another one that she doesn't even know which one to pick. I said, aha, this is the overflow. And then I call one of our leaders then, uh, I said, uh, sit with her somewhere and talk to her and let's pray. Let her pick the right one. That is kind of problem we we'll are be having from now in the name of Jesus Christ. I can't hear your Amen. Amen. If there's a lady here or any guy here trusting God for marriage, and maybe somebody, nobody had ever spoken to you, you know, for almost 10 years. And you're wondering, why? No, they will start speaking to you now. Amen. Plenty of people will speak to you now. The right ones. And then the prayer will be, Lord, is it Jack, James, or Georges? <laughs> Glory to God. Come on, say, I believe in the overflow. Say it again, I believe in the overflow. Uh-huh. Those forces against you, they are not enough to stop my hand in your life. That's what God is saying. Those forces against you are not enough to stop my hand, my work in your life. Let's talk about some important keys to the overflow and that we pray together. Please, one of the things that hinder us uh, are the things we've been through. I remember reading about the elephant in, the, in Asia when they want to tame them. When they are captured, they chain them, I don't know, for, for, a, for a long time. So when the elephant pulls away from the uh, chain, the chain pulls it back, you understand? When it does that for, I don't know how many months or how many weeks, he just, in his its mind, he already knows the distance. And then after a while, they now move the chains off. And he never goes beyond that distance. Because the chains have now moved from physical to mental. And that happens to all of us. If, you have, if, not, if you've not had money for a very long time, you might find it hard to believe that God can give you overflow. If you have been in a particular condition for so long, your mind can be so conditioned to it, as maybe this is my destiny. So there's anything we need to all deal with at various seasons of our lives is to remove Limitations. In the school of the overflow, one of the first the first thing is faith in the unlimitedness of God. Faith in his, in his capacity to break the barriers and do much more than you have ever seen. I love Jeremiah 32 verse 17. Jeremiah 32 verse 17. He said, I think, uh, Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by your great power. Nothing is too difficult for you. Many of us, you uh, know, we know this particular song. Say, Ah, oh, Lord God, behold, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. That individual, he made heavens and the earth by his great power and outstretched arm. There is nothing too hard for you. Oh, put your hand on your chest. Say, nothing is too hard for God in my life. Nothing is difficult for him in my life. Nothing, nothing, nothing is difficult for him. It's not limited. I mean, we're one of our pastors that had uh, triplets um, some weeks ago. You know, I I just love that testimony (laughs) for nine years. That is overflow. I'm not sure they're having extras anymore. In the lucky church out there too, there's another family with triplets. And I remember asking the man some years ago, I said, when is the next set? These are the set. God has set it. God is good. God will turn your sorrow into joy. I mean, God will convert tears of sorrow to tears of joy. God will overwhelm you with his goodness. He will overwhelm you with his mercy in the name of Jesus Christ. Do you know what it means for the prodigal son to be feeding with swine? And he said in his own heart, and that's how we think. When the feeding with the swine has entered the mind, he said, let me go back and say, I'm not even worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of your hired servants. That's when it has entered the mind that it's even just better than feeding with swine. But when he got back, our God is not just enough. He's more than enough. While he was trying to rehearse, Father, stop that. Bring the best robe the golden chains upon his neck let's have a party he was shocked that is the overflow God will prove himself in your life this year I say God will prove Psalms 23 5 and 6 in your life in your household in your business in your career in the name of Jesus Christ the anointed one you will see the overflow you will see the overflow you will experience the overflow the unlimitedness of God. Take all the mental barriers, take it off that you had gathered through life's experiences and challenges. And then the next thing, which we've been hammering on, is prayer and praise. Anytime you make a discovery in God's word and you believe it, you turn to prayers. For instance, Psalms 23 5 and 6. Should be entering your spirit now. Then it becomes a prayer. The Lord, let this word become flesh in my life. Let it jump from the pages and become a reality. In my finances, Lord, I believe Your word. Be- blessed is she that believes, for there shall be a performance. Father, perform Psalms twenty-three, five, and six in my life. You pray about it, and that's how I pray. I remember praying Genesis twelve in my life of when I was living campus. And God is doing it bit by bit. People are listening to us all over the world. Make me a global blessing. You know, and the word becomes flesh, and the word becomes flesh. That should be your desire. That scriptures we have, you become a living example of a verse, of a portion of scripture. Your experience, your life experience is, is showing it physically for people to touch it. That wow, this is Psalms 23, 5 and 6 in manifestation to pray. You disturb God, you hold on to Him, but you don't stop with prayers. You praise. <laughs> you praise. Okay, you ask Him, you seek, you knock, but you also praise. Psalms 22, verse 3 says, uh, God inhabits the praises of Israel. I, I, I think the reason why praise will always lead to overflow. Uh, it's because when we praise him From Psalm, 23, Psalm 22 verse 3 thereabout, When we praise him He comes And when God comes He comes in his size. It's like saying Sing O barren And you are singing the way you should sing And God lands in that barrenness His fruitfulness He will just deliver based on his own level of fruitfulness Glory to God His light When there is darkness in the life When he lands Of course the darkness must give way and then the kind of light you'll experience will be so boom, because he just arrived. He says, okay, but you are wholly enthroned in the praises of Israel. KJB says, inhabits the praises of Israel. So when you are praiseful, you are Godful. And when you are Godful, then you are fruitful. You are lightful. Whatever character you find in God, you find it in your life. And that's why God is asking us to do a lot of praising him The last 2-3 months Just praising him Darkness must give way In your homes, praise him In your vehicles, praise him In the church, we keep praising him And he's walking he's working. Singing And don't do it like a dirge Or like a solemn You know, no, Songs of joy When that verse is enthroned it's, it's saying The dimension that comes When he even shows up he shows his kingliness, his dominionness, his, his overtakingness. So anything that does not belong must give way. That was what happened in Acts chapter sixteen when Paul and Silas they prayed and then they began to sing praises as it landed. Light landed. Darkness must give way. Scripture says the chains broke. It has to break. It has. To, when you two land on some things, will break? it break? He breaks. One day I was looking at some ants. I was, you know, like, like Solomon. I was looking at those ants. And I saw them carrying things. You know, like picking things up. And I was not imagining how I am to them. I'm like a god to them. And you see them trying to carry some things from a distance. From a distance. And I said, okay. What if I could just bend down and help it, what? Pick it. That thing I would have taken it, uh, let's say, ten minutes. Can take it how many seconds now? Two seconds. That is speed. But that's when I get involved. Praises get God involved. Do you understand? I saw them and I said, "Ah, wow! Look at them. They just—that's their own world. Just one bam, over. God will show up in our lives." A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at the Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbutu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org global impact church think greatness achieve greatness